0: Day 11 Bearing His Reproach For it is for Thy sake that I have borne reproach, that shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brethren, an alien to my mother's sons. For zeal for Thy house has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult Thee have fallen on me. Psalm 69 verses 7 through
1: 9. After his arrest, in every place where our Lord was, dragged and tormented, we hear one long ceaseless refrain, the taunts of those who took pleasure in seeing him humiliated. Insults and indignity, sarcasm and slander, Blasphemy and mockery, a relentless chorus of abuse, screeched throughout the night, building to a crescendo of outrage as he hung on the cross the next day. More subtle, but still ruinous, were the ricochets of these verbal missiles onto the friends of Christ. And Catherine heard the malicious whispers of respectable people echoing in the streets of Jerusalem as tongues wagged and fingers pointed at those who had followed Jesus. Anyone who ventured to speak on his behalf was risking public denunciation and worse. 2,000 years later, the tongue still wag. Those who defend Christ's truth often face open derision or hidden character assassination. Their adversaries label them zealots, fanatics, extremists, bigots, troublemakers, and hypocrites for daring to affirm the demands of the gospel. Daily, they are slandered by journalists, mocked by celebrities, reviled by politicians. Some are silenced by the opposition. But those who are willing to join him and bear abuse for him can rejoice in his promise in the gospel of Matthew, where Jesus says, "'Everyone who acknowledges me before men, "'I also will acknowledge before my Father, who is in heaven. With that promise in mind, Jesus, dearest of friends, we will gladly bear with you the reproach of your enemies.
2: As Jesus was led to trial, Among the people, a thousand different speculations were proposed and opinions given, such as these. Lazarus and his sisters will soon know who is this man in whom they have placed so much firm reliance. Joanna, Cusa, Susanna, Mary, the mother of Mark, and Salome will repent, but too late, the folly of their conduct. The partisans of this fanatical man, this inciter of rebellion, pretended to be filled with compassion for all who looked upon things in a different light from themselves. But now they won't know where to hide their heads. He will find no one now to cast garments and strew olive branches at his feet. Those hypocrites who pretended to be so much better than other people will get what they deserve, for they are all implicated with the Galilean. It is a much more serious business than was at first thought. I should like to know how Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea will get out of it. The high priests have mistrusted them for some time, for they made common cause with Lazarus. But they are extremely cunning. Even so, everything now will be brought to light. Speeches such as these were uttered by persons who were exasperated not only against the disciples of Jesus, but likewise with the holy women who had supplied his material needs. These women had publicly and fearlessly expressed their respect for his teachings and made known their belief in his divine mission. But even though many spoke of Jesus and his followers in this contemptuous manner, yet there were others who held very different opinions. Of these, some were frightened others were overcome with sorrow. But the number of those sufficiently daring to avow their admiration for Jesus openly was but small. The Dolores Passion
0: This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications, and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe, and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order, including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith, and interior life. Thanks for listening.